sunset. Places, everybody. And action. You're listening to Black Girl Film Club, a podcast where two black women discuss movies. I'm Brittany. And I'm Ashley. And on this week's episode, we're discussing The People Under the, Sca- Under the Stairs from 1991, directed by Wes Craven. So we are in October, and this month's picks were picked by me. Um, I wanted to do something a little different than what we've done in the past. I wanted to focus on horror movies that were kind of dealing with, you know, black people. Um, so I decided to go with The People Under the Stairs and Tales from the Hood. And mm-hmm. Ashley, have you seen either of these movies before? No, this is my first time. Um, for some reason, I thought this movie is about aliens. <laughs> and... I feel like I knew there was black people in this movie because I always hear about it. Like, like I forgot when the first time I heard like black people in this movie, but like I always assumed it was aliens. I don't know. It gives me like Close Encounters type of. I don't know the title made me think of Close Encounters, and so then I was like, well, I don't want to watch that because <laughs> like I mean, if you see one alien movie, I'm sorry, like <laughs> I don't see them all, and so um. And so, yeah, I've never watched it before, like, what was it, last week, I think I watched it. Um, so, yeah, it was an interesting time to uh, to see what everybody's been talking about, because I see it, like, referenced and stuff, but um, not as much as other movies um, in, like, the horror canon, but, I mean, it's Wes Craven, so obviously it's going to have a little bit of something, something. Yeah, like, this was a movie that I kind of, like, grew up with um, because I really had a crush on Brandon Adams, who played Fool. <laughs> um, so I'm going to tell him myself, because I tell Ashley all the time that I hate musicals, because I hate musicals. No, you don't, so stop lying. Um, it's time to come clean. <laughs> but they, okay. So, I don't know if y'all know, but there is a Negro version of Polly out there, Pollyanna, um, called Polly, and it was, like, on the magical world of Disney, and it starred Keisha Knight-Pulliam and um, Felicia Rashad, Um, so Keisha Knight-Pulliam was Polly, and Felicia Rashad was, like, her aunt, and it was my favorite movie at a certain time in my life and I used to watch it over and over and I had like the tape and I would listen to all the songs and Brandon Adams played this character called Jimmy Bean and I loved him so much interesting so much Mm. and finding so much about each other (laughs) I loved him and he was also in Moonwalker um with Michael Jackson and he played like the younger like version kind of like the one of the younger kids in the movie that like in the bad segment for sure they had like all the 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 jacket with the, all the buckles and shit on it you know i feel, I feel like i vaguely remember him and he was I in the like sand lots 
He oh yeah, he was. I don't remember him in the Sandlot. That was my movie when I was a child that I was very terrified of, and yet I kept watching for whatever reason. <laughs> my mom just let me keep scaring the shit out of myself, I guess. Um, but yeah, I forgot he was in there, I'm and he was in the Mighty now. Ducks. I see. I don't barely remember that movie, but yeah. So I don't remember D two before I remember Mighty Ducks. I never really watched any of them, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know what he does now. I haven't seen him on anything. He was in an episode where of Moesha where Moesha slut shamed him for having sex. Was he the was he the He was the the captain? Kappa? Yeah. Oh he That was the last time I seen him. He looks yeah. way different now. <laughs> so Yeah. I don't remember. That was so stupid. I'm sorry. First of all, yeah. First of all, he's in college. Second of all, he's a kappa. Like exactly. Oh, of course, Molly should get a grip. Of get course, a grip. Of course, your boyfriend's a slut. Like what are you talking about? And it was like he had sex one time, and Moesha was like, "You a hoe," and it was like, "Moesha, get a grip." And then, and then she went and went and got back with Q, who you know was a hoe. <laughs> like, she, she is Frank Mitchell's child. She's so goddamn goofy. I'm so glad I'm finished with that show because shit, man, she was getting on my last. Now he, man, this is him. He looks way different now than I mean, he looks closer to what he did when he was a child. But I don't remember him. On here at all, but also I was kind of like, I think I remember hearing that she she had a boyfriend that was a kappa that she didn't broke up with him because he wasn't a virgin, and I was like, let me just breeze on through this episode because <laughs> this is like, Moesha duh, girl, mess. duh, Moesha. But anyway, so Ashley. If we had to like tell our listeners like what this movie is about, what would we say this movie is about? This movie is about um, a young boy named Poindexter, but everybody just calls him Fool, um, and he lives in LA, kind of in like. I don't know if you want to call this like a tenement or like a, the projects. He lives in a really rough area of LA. Um, his mother is sick, his sister got kids, and they are being evicted for non-payment. Because I think, they said that if you didn't pay in three days, you had to pay triple. And I was like, the hell? What kind of bullshit is that? But, like, um, he wants to do something to help his family. And I don't really remember, like, what is, you know what? I'll ask you after. So he... <laughs> He um, gets kind of roped into this plot <laughs> by Ving Rhames in a coochie <laughs> to, <laughs> to go rob their landlord, um, basically. as I mean, because the landlords own a bunch of the buildings, like the liquor stores and a few other buildings in their area. Um, they go to rob them, basically. Um, they have, like, a, a rare coin collection, which is so random. Um... And in the process, things just get really crazy. Um, Fool gets trapped in this house, and he kind of has to find his way out because these people are, are absolutely nuts. And, of course, he finds um, a group of very scary-looking people that live under the stairs, <laughs> among other things. Um, and basically, the movie is just him trying to figure out his way out and trying to, like, save himself and the people in the house. 
yes. the basic gist of it. There's more. There's a lot more. And each time I watch it, I don't quite understand certain things. Mm-hmm. And I have more questions than answers with a lot of it. And I never <laughs> have gotten any of them answered, really. So if you're listening and you know the answers, let us know. (laughs) Um, Because, girl, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Right. Right. It's a lot going on. Um, There's, like, a lot of nods to, like, social problems and, and, like, real world issues. But then there's also, like, the weirdest couple that you've ever seen in your life. (laughs) Which I didn't realize. This is big old buff uh, Nadine from Twin Peaks. Yes, yes, it is. And I guess the man who plays her, her husband—well, not her husband, her brother, her brother husband, her, <laughs> her brother husband, her brother husband. Um, he is. He plays um, Nadine's husband on on Twin Peaks, which I don't remember him. As much as I remember Nadine, because Nadine was out here with her, like, you know, eye patch and her biceps, you know, roughing people up and shit like that. But he was a looker. Um, and I think he was in the retirement. Everybody was back in the retirement except for, like, um, Laura Flynn Boyle. <laughs> I think that was the only person. But, yeah, they're, like, a part of the Twin Peaks universe. Um, so once I realized that and I was like, oh, this is, like... <laughs> This is like another layer of weird on top of it. Yes. And like we do have other people from horror themed stuff. So like Kelly Jo Minter, who plays Ruby, who's Fool's older sister, is in one of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. She plays Yvonne in um, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 5, which is The Dream Child, which was... One of the ones that I used to watch a lot, even though I was terrified of it. And that's what made me want to watch this movie now. Because I was like, that's my girl. Because that was like one of, she's one of the few black people in the Nightmare series. And I was like, okay, I like, I recognize you. Like, I see you. You, like, I'm terrified. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's good to see a, a familiar face. Um... And then we have like Ving Grains, which has Ving Grains ever been in a horror movie? I don't know. Let me look. Outside of being in Quentin Tarantino movies. Which Quentin Tarantino was he in besides Pulp Fiction? <laughs> he was in Pulp Fiction. I don't. Pulp Fiction is weird to me. I'm sorry. That's, At certain um, times. Yeah, wasn't he the one who had the guy in the rubber the rubber suit? Yes. Yeah, which is funny because it's a fucking rubber suit. Well, not, it's not a rubber suit, but it's pretty close. I don't know. He put on that suit was just feeling himself trying to murder people. And I was like, are you, is the power in the suit? Like, what's going on? I don't, um, I'm looking right now. Some of these movies, nope. I hear got a lot of supernatural drama drama films and he's in dawn of the dead oh i should know that i should know that 
Yeah, you should. Shit. <laughs> I should know that because I and had... Day of the Dead. I should know that because that's that. damn yours. That is. I just took a picture of it with my favorite <laughs> movie. Damn. <laughs> He's in a few now, like more more now than than I guess earlier. Because I mean, this is a sci-fi movie, but like this, something called Zombie Zombie Apocalypse, and there's probably a few other few other movies on here that I don't really recognize um like by name so so yeah I don't know entirely but um yeah this is like I'm not I'm I'm willing to guess this is one of his first I see crime film war film oh Jacob's Ladder do you consider Jacob's Ladder to be a horror film the Negro one or the regular one uh this is from 1990 (laughs) oh the first one Girl, I don't know. <laughs> Which, I mean, I consider it to be like, I would consider Jacob's Letter to me is more like a war movie. I don't know why. I don't know. It was set during the war. I don't know. I get war vibes from it, but I don't know. Isn't it set, guess... during, the, is set during Vietnam? Or he was a Vietnam War? Yeah. Vet? Okay. Well, I haven't seen it. She talks about it all the time. I mean, it is a it is like a horrorish movie. Yeah, I enjoy like it. It's a thriller. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I haven't seen it, but he's got a few on here. <laughs> Baby boy. Baby. Boy. <laughs> That's a, a horror, horror movie. movie. <laughs> That's a horror movie to me. What a terrible, terrible situation to be in. Your dumbass child <laughs> coming, coming and riding his bike up the block. <laughs> At what? What was he supposed to be? He was supposed to be like twenty five. Oh, Jody. <laughs> I've actually never seen that whole movie. Child. I've seen, I've seen bits and pieces. Oh, he's supposed to be 20. You know what? 20-year-olds are stupid. I'm not going to lie. So, like, <laughs> maybe I could be a little bit more forgiving. But I've never seen that whole movie before. I keep telling you I want to, but BT has decided they're too good for it, I guess. And you can't watch it on BT. You got to watch no. it on Cut. I, I know. You got you to see them cheeks. No, <laughs> speaking of speaking of things I watched on TV, I watched um, Final Destination. A slapper on the AMC. Best. And I was like, very. This is very ridiculous. Somebody, I was talking to somebody. I'm sorry, I don't know your user, username off top, but I was talking to somebody on our on our Instagram. I was I posted the question, is this a good movie? It <laughs> is. And I got I think it was like a an eighty percent yes to like a or eighty something percent yes, like a fourteen percent no. And I didn't vote, so I didn't cheat. But like I voted uh, and it's a good movie. Okay, cheater. So then like I was like, This isn't really that gory at all. And she was like, It's not or this person, I don't even, I don't know if it's a I don't know. This person was like yeah, you probably shouldn't have watched it on cable. Then. I'm trying. Oh, because like, I was like, at one point, I was like, this is just him having a, like Devin Sawa having a murder, murder board moment, and I was very upset because I was like, get to it, and then it was turned into like a Rube Goldberg situation where like that's the teacher, what and I was like, cool. please just get like, can it just be something where you got beheaded or something? Just like like you don't have to do all this. Like it doesn't have to be like like mousetrap. <laughs> That's what, that's the thing. That's, that's his whole gimmick. That's, that's what Final Destination is. Then I won't like the rest of those. Okay. (laughs) No, Ashley, you, that's what makes it, it like, 
you have to at least watch the second one. Oh my gosh. Somebody was saying I should watch all th- all you, like the first three and then my you, mama was yes. like you, need, was like, you, you need to watch the last two and I was like I don't need to know I the last two because already, you already told me. She already, my mama's seen all of them and she's already told me what happened and I'm like I don't need to see that. We was watching 911 so <laughs> you at least have to watch number three. Bitch 911! I haven't watched 911 in so long. I've been on my anti-copaganda shit so I haven't watched any cop shows. Cop first responder shows in a minute but i'm i want i want to so bad <laughs> we'll see i still got wait we're i'm what what day is this we're on uh number day 11 this is the 11th i've been watching several movies a day <laughs> so who knows i'll probably run out i'm watching the fucking ring right now so like i'm clearly grasping but um that's a movie I said I was never going to watch again. But let's get back to the movie. One of the best movies. <laughs> what, The Ring? Yes, one of the best. I don't like this filter on it right now. It's giving me Twilight. It's giving me Catherine Hardwick. It's giving me 13. I don't really like that. I was looking for the original one, but I can't find it um, on my little... Well, I wasn't really looking that hard, I'm going to be real honest. But, like, I couldn't really find it in time <laughs> to watch it. So, um, so yeah, I started to watch this one. If I can get past the filter, I'm be all right. But That's part of its charm. Yeah. It did oh. it before Twilight. Well, it didn't do it before 13. It did it around the same time. Did it? Mm-hmm. When did 13 come out? Like 2003, then The Ring is 2002. Oh, that's okay, Catherine. I'm pulling for you, girl. <laughs> um, and then also, yeah, I forgot because it is set in like Seattle or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then you gotta like, watch Dark Water. You know what movie I really want to watch is the one. What's that movie? Near Dark. I can't find it nowhere. I'm Ooh, really annoyed. That I'm was really, good. I'm really annoyed. So, um, can someone put that on? on a free streaming well not free but like some streaming thing that i got let me it's have not on criterion anymore i don't know it's not oh very upset very very upset um but i guess let's get into let's get into the movie i'm going to be really honest i've watched this movie twice i do not remember everything that happens <laughs> i don't either <laughs> i watched it as recently as 20 minutes ago. <laughs> Same. I was watching. I watched like an hour or two ago and I was like, I don't really know what's happening. But like, um, I think most of like, not most of the action, but like most of the setup is like in the first, it's really quick actually. It's like in the first like 15 minutes and then like the next hour is this poor child trying to get out of this house. <laughs> Cause I was I was looking and I was like this movie kind of reminds me of like a couple different movies like it pulls in stuff. Um, Cause I was sitting there I was like this is kind of reminding me of like Home Alone but like if 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 poor Kevin was trapped in somebody else's house <laughs> because he was like he was you know kicking people in the balls and stuff <laughs> and 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 doing a whole lot. Um, but yeah, I think the the movie opens up with like a tarot card reading because it's Fool's thirteenth birthday, 
So his sister Ruby is like, let me do a reading on you, girl. And um, she's basically telling him that he's going to have a hard road. I was like, he's only 13. Like, damn. I forget what cards he gets. I know he gets like the death card and like the devil card. And then the other one was the fool. Mm -hmm. That was a lot. That was like on the nose. And also, y'all, the death card doesn't literally mean death. It just means like... Unless you're in Carmen a hip hop but otherwise, no, it doesn't always mean that. <laughs> it just means like the end of one thing, the beginning of another thing. I've been practicing reading my cards, so yeah, yeah. I've heard that, I've never gotten death card, but I've heard that is basically what it means. Of course, unless you are Carmen the hip hop which we are. I keep saying not doing. <laughs> She won't let me do it because she'll get herself in trouble. But I would like to do it because I would like to watch Carmen. <laughs> I own a rare copy of it, but we not doing it. <laughs> I haven't seen it since 2001. So. <laughs> well, what I saw has been stuck in my mind forever. <laughs> uh, so I think she's doing this reading and he's like, damn, like, is all this going to happen to me? And she was like, no, you're just going to like, you know, go into one situation, a boy and come out a man. And I was like, he's 13. Like, he's not going to be a man for a while. And then, I mean, like, come on. He's like, he's 13. He looks like he's like eight. <laughs> he looks so, like a little baby. He does look like a little baby. I was like, damn, was I not small when I was 13? And I was like, probably. Um... But then he's got some, so his his mother is sick. I think she's cancer. They really specify like yes or how bad. Um, but they don't have enough money to to pay for anything. House is looking a little, little sad, little run down. Um, and Ving Rhames just in the house. Was he supposed to be Ruby's boyfriend? Like, I don't know who Leroy was. He was just because, in that bitch. Why are you just, yeah, because he was like, who are you? And I was like, who are you? <laughs> just lighting up a cigarette and somebody else is like, who the hell are you? And he's and, like, I'm Ruby's friend, Leroy. And I was like, like a him downstairs. <laughs> like, like a who, who are you? Who are you in this situation? Like, are you the boyfriend? But I was like, Ruby don't look old enough. You'd be her boyfriend. Or, yeah, like, what? Like. And you got her on a koofy. I liked his koofy and his jacket that matched the koofy. I was like, damn, that's a look I kind of wanted. Like, it was like an arrested development, you know, everyday people, you know. (laughs) Like, honestly, Ashley, if I was, like, old enough, like, if I was, like, 19, 20, in that year, like, early 90s, that would have been me. I'm just, I have my eyes closed. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to... I would have been like greeting everybody like what's up like, my brother my sister but this is like an entry level koofy you know <laughs> this is not like like I've been I've been here before koofy you know this is an entry level kente cloth fabric it's um a black history month um a school assembly koofy <laughs> the one the teacher wears and she be wearing <laughs> <laughs> what was that what was that lady 
all my food now, right? She made the Kwanzaa cake. <laughs> no, not the Kwanzaa cake with the acorns and shit on it. Yeah, the acorns and stuff on the side. I remember uh, uh, the girls from another round, they made that uh, <laughs> on a video. They like recreated it. And I was like, what on earth is this? And it had like the, what was this supposed to be? Like a, like, I don't know. It was like an angel food cake with like shit all over it and then like <laughs> like corn nuts or whatever. And it had candles sticking out of it. She put like giant Kwanzaa candles sticking out of it. And you know those things are huge. Mm. They're supposed to be for like candle, like, you know, um, like candle holders. Like they're not supposed to, like they're decorative. Look at me talking about the ring and my TV just popped on. That's not. Ooh, Samara <laughs> about to get this. No, my TV actually does it. Something is wrong with my Roku. It like will turn on <laughs> by itself, which is very upsetting. So yay, <laughs> hey Samara girl. Uh, so, so um, yeah, basically Leroy. His name is Leroy. Yes, his name is Leroy because he was what just sitting is? there. Because he was. He tried. Like Leroy. He was sitting there like a Leroy. <laughs> he was giving Leroy vibes. Uh, he was like, oh, you know what I can get you to do is make some real money. And I was like, this child is a baby. You're like, what kind of, how are you going to convince I a child? Was, like, what are you doing? What's going on, Leroy? I thought it was drugs. But Me too. No, it's just breaking and entering. Which is also bad. Like, Leroy, please stop. Like, leave this by alone. And then, where did he go? Because you see him, like, on the block, and it's, like, real, real rough. And then, what? I don't know, whose house was that supposed to be? Was it supposed to be Leroy's house? Was it supposed to be... With the dogs eating the meat? The dogs were eating the meat. It was giving very big, like, crack, uh, like, trap house vibes. Um, I was like, okay. And, like... Also- this was fucked up, but Leo, like, Fool was like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. That don't sound like a good idea. I don't need to get involved with it because I'm a child and you're an adult and no. And Fool and Leroy was like, you know what? Your mom got cancer. Yeah, basically, <laughs> your mama got cancer. And if you want to be, you know, the man of the house, because, you know, her mama, his mama also called him the man of the house and he has to take care of the kids or whatever. And I was like, once again, he is 13. So um, he comes in to talk to Leroy and Leroy and Ruby are talking and she's like, you don't want him to do that. And she's like, well, uh, he was talking about a bunch of people had died or something or gone to jail. I was very confused by that part, too. And he was like, they were just trying to put food on the table, and that's what I'm trying to teach him how to do. And I was like, you wanted to die in the process? (laughs) This is very irresponsible. And he, like, you gonna bully a kid, like, because nobody, like, really explained to Fu what was going on with his mom. All he knew was his mom was sick. Then, Then Leroy was like, your mama got cancer because... Ruby was like, he wants to be a doctor. And he was like, y'all can't even pay y'all rent. Y'all, how are you going to be a doctor? And I was like, damn. And then, and then he's like, you know, your mama got cancer. And I was like, did she, t- I mean, like, that wasn't really your place to tell him that. Um, his mom was dying. And then he was like, they could just cut it out of her. 
but you don't even have the money to do that. And I was like, shit, okay. Like, uh, you overstepping all kinds of boundaries. This is, yeah, I was like, I don't really like Leroy like that, to be honest. I was like, he's not really like a good, you know, he's not really good influence he's not a character that i particularly enjoy (laughs) and so um so i think too he talks about how he has uh, robbed a liquor store (laughs) like the night before and they found this map and or some sort of paperwork and the paper the name on the paperwork matches the owner of the building um because the other thing about it too is that they're they're trying to get uh, Fool's family out of the building so they could tear it down and make condos for quote unquote clean people, which I was like, okay, racism and gentrification <laughs> at the same the the the, the old razzle dazzle the double whammy, mm. and so they're going to like basically Leroy's whole logic and reasoning is that you know we should just rob them just like fuck the landlords which you know I'm sorry being a landlord is not a real job why not it just is not a job it's not a job all you do is collect money you don't do anything Especially if you got one of the landlords who really doesn't do anything and you have to call them and they're just like, oh, well, sorry. I have one of those landlords. And so. You mean every time you flush the toilet, shit comes out the sink in the kitchen? I can't do nothing about that. <laughs> what actually happened? There was like a time where like literal, like my neighbor texted me because she was actually my coworker. And so she was like. I just, like, went to my sink and, like, black stuff came out of my sink. And I was like, girl, what? And I was in my sink and I was like, god damn. And then, of course, we lived in an apartment, but it was a it was a house that was split into four apartments. So, like, when we called, people were like, well, this is a residence. You shouldn't be calling or whatever. And you need to be calling your landlord. And I was like, they told me to call you, bitch. <laughs> there were so many times I had to call the city of Dallas and be like, listen to me. <laughs> I know I live in an apartment, however, <laughs> it's a house. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, my landlord was very hands-off, which is part of the reason why a year after, I, not a year, maybe like six months after I moved out, the, the shit burned down. Uh, Remember that story? No. I didn't tell you, so basically... Um, my after I moved out, a guy moved into my apartment. Um, and like my my old neighbor hated him, but you know she hated everybody. And so he was gone one day. But they would always they would always tell us like, oh, leave your hot air on, so like the you know the pipes don't freeze or whatever. Because it's an old ass house. This house is made like like nineteen. 19- 30 or 1940s it was really old and so um and so I guess the guy wasn't home but his heat was on and then it sent a spark up (laughs) up through the other apartment to like the to like the roof and so our other neighbor texts 
my coworker and was like, I smell smoke. They were like kind of in a, like a relationship or whatever. So he was like, I smell smoke, but I don't know where it's coming from. I don't see anything. She was like, okay, well, let's get your shit and get out. <laughs> and so they, like long story short, the fire department came. My landlord hadn't told them that the house was split into four. So they broke down the door trying to get in to get upstairs. There was no stairwell inside the house. The stairwell was on the outside of the house. Then they didn't have a key, a key to the gate or like a gate code. He didn't give that file any of that with the city. Then he didn't tell them about the little extra room with like the gas line. Lord. Yo, they, like, had to basically, like, they were going to leave after they got rid of the fire. Because I think they managed to put it out. Then the light, like, something happened with the line and it sparked and then, like, like. (laughs) And the thing didn't burn down to the ground. But the problem is that the the fire department, you know, they don't really, they're not delicate. Like, they're just trying to put the fire out. So if they got to put out one of your windows and put down, knock down your door or whatever, they're going to do that. And so they had to put out this man, like they had to put out the fucking, um, like they knocked on the door. They had to put out one of the girl, the other girl's like window. So uh, like, I don't know how many windows they had to like bust through. Then the shit that they used to put out the fire is like disgusting and it gets everywhere and it's like, it ruins everything. And so, (laughs) and if they had left and the fire kept going, the houses next to it are so close. Like they were like, this shit could have taken down like half the city block. And I was like, I'm so glad I got the fuck out of there. I'm so glad I got the fuck. And this man didn't, didn't register any of this with the city. (laughs) He didn't tell anybody. I was like, and then he was going to raise my rent. (laughs) No. I was like, can you imagine the day before Thanksgiving, my shit just getting, like, fucking destroyed? I was like, I'm so fucking glad I'm out of there. I'm so glad. So, like, when people complain about, you know, when landlords complain about, like, money and stuff, I was like, y'all don't do anything to assist people with, you know, basic living. Um, Because also, like, I had, like, a a sky-high like electric bill one year because um no one would come and fill in the fucking uh gaps in the windows this man's talking about go get some like insulation stuff and i was like this is so ridiculous and you want to add on to my rent you want me to pay like 950 live here or whatever girl mm. and that was like three years ago so who knows what it costs now because he's fixed it up people live there again mm-hmm Mm-hmm. You paying people under the table and shit. And I'm like, this is too mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so yeah, any sort of pro landlord discussion, I'm always like, y'all don't be doing the shit y'all need to be doing. Because if you did, people would stay. <laughs> y'all don't be working with people. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, I bought all these houses and nobody's paying my rent. And then I can't pay my mortgage. And it's like, that's not. Sorry, chief. That's an investment. That's not a job. I'm sorry. <laughs> like. But, um, but yeah, so, I mean, these landlords basically own up, like, half the ghetto, basically. They're trying to flip everything. Um, flipping is very violent. I'm just gonna say that. Yeah. Especially um, flipping in neighborhoods that you don't live in. Yeah, but it seems like they they live there and they're still harming their neighborhood for sure well, they live in like a nice neighborhood but it's not like near where fool lives i think fool lives close to like downtown because you can see the skyline pretty close 
from whatever building, even if that was Leroy's building or or his building, like is really close, but like they live kind of farther. You know, there's like trees and stuff like that. You know, the sky is a little clearer. Um, but at the same time, I think there's an apartment building across the street because at one point, um, the the landlord, I guess, first of all, they call themselves mommy and daddy. Mm. <laughs> and so mommy, or I think her name is like Mrs. Robeson or something. Um, she is talking to one of them, um, before she realized they tried to break into her house and she's like, yeah, you know, the neighborhood's really changing and stuff. And I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> and I see so many discussions on, on Twitter about about people moving into neighborhoods they don't or aren't originally from, which is fine, but then they're, like, trying to change everything about it. Remember when they tried to move and try to give, like, uh, like noise complaints to people playing Go-Go, like, down in, like, um, like D.C. or somewhere? Yeah. Like y'all, y'all know what y'all are doing. That one white man was talking about. Oh, I colonized Brooklyn for you. <laughs> I was like, what? That, that you, your mind is in a very specific place. If you use the words like I colonized, mm. yeah, big big Christopher Columbus tease. So, <laughs> but. They, um, I'm, I have flashbacks to my, my own neighborhood, which is interesting. Um, it's, yeah, I feel like y'all know anybody, I know a lot of people that have like been displaced by gentrification, myself included. I do not live in my old neighborhood at all. And that's not because of my landlord. It's just because I cannot live there. And that's the other thing too, is like, they want to take all this money, but then like, they don't do anything. To fix it, Fool's neighborhood looked real raggedy and run down. And, like, nobody ever offers to fix anything. The, the thing that they do is just, like, let's just knock it down and put something nicer and really expensive on top, and then all these people will go away. And that's happening. It will continue to happen. It's happening all over. I don't really know, like, if it'll ever stop. It, it won't. It's just, like, really, and it feels really rapid, especially here in Dallas. Like, people always make, like, jokes about, oh, we can live, we can move down to Texas because it's only, like, you know, $300 a month down here. And I was like, my rent is, was not. (laughs) I was like, maybe back in 1998, or if you live in fucking El Paso or fucking Odessa (laughs) or somewhere outside of, like, you know, North Texas or, like, Houston or Austin. Because don't know if I want to live out there. Like, girl, I don't want to live in the panhandle. <laughs> like, I don't want to do that. So, I mean, if you live out in Amarillo, sure. I'm sure your rent is real cheap. But, like, in the city where it counts, no. Well, yeah, I think about gentrification a lot. Um, and how it displaces people. Um, where do these, like, where, where do these people go? Um, what happened to these communities? What, what, what happens? Yeah, it just feels very, 
Um, I mean, we already talked about before, like, Dallas isn't really a place that, like, conserves or preserves old parts of Dallas. Like, when people come down here and they're like, I want to see the grassy knoll. And I was like, okay, well, I mean, I drive by it, like, literally every day, but I don't notice because it's not, like, a big deal. (laughs) Even though it is a big deal that a president was murdered (laughs) in, in the city that I live in, but, like, we don't really treat it like a big deal down here. It's very odd. And then, um... And then, yeah, I mean, you know, you got certain, like, historical places that are no longer. There's, like, apparently one part of Dallas was, like, an all-black, like, neighborhood called, like, Freedmanstown or something like that. And they got rid of that shit real quick. There's, like, one plaque about it somewhere. And I was like, this is so pathetic, yo. It's so pathetic. Did you see that commercial, or not commercial, did you see that, that Twitter topic about flipping flipping houses in the hood Mm -hmm. while people live in the hood they're like well why wouldn't you want to flip houses in the hood if you live there won't it help your community and i was like whose community is it helping if you suddenly can't afford to live where you've lived your entire life Mm -hmm. so it doesn't matter if negroes are doing it it's actually worse (laughs) in that respect than like damn i expect it from somebody else not you yeah like there is a drastic need for affordable housing across the country um, so just keep that in mind, listeners, like once you get priced out of housing, like there, I'm not, okay. I'm not going to go on the platform about that, but it's just, just really hard to do anything. Yeah. It's just really hard to do anything like in general. Like I live in, I live in the suburbs, but like everything is in the city. And so then you have to say, pay city prices and then sit up there and like, you know, have to be work or have a roommate at you know at an age where you probably really sh- are too old for roommates or at least I feel like I'm too old for I've been too old for roommates but like <laughs> but yeah it's really a struggle and and these people are I don't even they don't even give a reason why they were buying all these houses other than money that's the only reason why there was no I mean probably racism too but like their whole thing was like they just wanted to like kick all these people out and then put some more stuff on it and I think their story was they started with a funeral home and then graduated up to real estate and they just started buying shit everywhere it's definitely Uh, a mix of the two like capitalism and racism locking up linking up linking up up. like the hoes they are (laughs) And that's what they, that's what it does. Right. Yeah. It's all, it's all fits into one big, uh, fucked up situation. They all lean on each other pretty heavily. Um, cause people are like, well, what's wrong with black people participating in capitalism? I'm like, well, I'm sure the first person you're going to hurt is other black people. Yeah. And we saw that this week. <laughs> mm. The craziness. Good Lord. <laughs> I need a Twitter break. <laughs> this week, let me know I need a Twitter break for real. Because I was like, this is too much. This is too much. Uh, so I guess, wait, they hook up with this guy named Spencer. This white guy. And they decide to drive to the landlord's house out in in the, this, the near burbs, I guess. They got a big old, like, 
I want to say like not an Adams family house, but you know it's kind of like a, a little like more of a darker house, more ominous <laughs> than the rest of the houses on the block. And they're gonna use Fool as like a a Cub Scout kind of decoy, so he can go and case the house because she's like, um, she well first of all she won't let him in. She's like, yeah, I know it's like a. <laughs> This line cracked me up. He was like, yeah, I know. It's like kind of like an inconvenience, but so is cerebral palsy. (laughs) I was like, get this child. (laughs) But she won't let him in because she, oh, because he's like, can I come in and pee? Because they got me out here all day. Girl. But she won't let him in. Fool is too much. If this is definitely like a 2020s, like this wouldn't have happened because I'm like, well, nobody's gonna let you in. I'm sorry. No. So I was like, well, I can't get mad at her for that, but she weird. But, um, and then I think they decide, like, Spencer's like, okay, we'll let a man do a man's job. And he dresses up like the, uh, like a guy from the gas department and goes in, um, he says he's got to expect something in her house. And then this man does not come out again. It was curtains for Spencer. Yeah, that was that was a wrap. It was a wrap. And then I think the only reason why they went in-house was because Bing Reigns is like, oh, he's stealing all the good shit. And I'm like, because they, because the car, I guess Mommy or Mrs. Robinson or whoever, she leaves. And they're like, and they kind of left him in the house, like, just, like, on his own. And then he's like, oh, he's stealing. And and Fool is like, oh, he wouldn't do that or something. I forget. And then he was like, oh, <laughs> Big Rains is like, oh, yeah. And I'm the, uh, he's the president and I'm the secretary of pussy. <laughs> I was like, where is this coming from? Oh, all this, I hate Leroy, bruh. Like, I hate him too. I hated him once they were in the house and he, they were going to try to hide. Uh, and then he said, uh, there's no room in here. Go find your own high space. And I was like, you got this child in this person's house. Because Fool didn't want to go in the house. I don't remember him wanting to go in the house. Uh, I hated him when he like broke it, like when they got into the like. When they got into the house and they like broke open the the like safety thing, you know, and it went like ching ching, and he was like, "Yeah, I popped this house cherry," and I was like, Ugh! and I was like, "Fuck you, Leroy! <laughs> yes, I fucking he, hate you." He did say that. I forgot. Yeah, he she she opened right up for me, and I was like, "Ooh," and I was like, "This is disgusting," <laughs> and I was like, "I hate it, men." I was like, ugh, Leroy. And no. you're fucking koofy. <laughs> <laughs> you and that dumbass poofy man. But like he, so I think Fool goes in there first, or they split up. They go in the house and they split up, and then somehow Fool ends up in the basement. And he finds uh, Spencer. Who just looks like he's been scared to death. I don't know what happened to him. I don't know if they shot him. They got a lot of stuff going on in the house. So it was a lot of it was a lot of booby traps. It was a lot of guns. A lot of guns. Um, we got knives. We got it, we got cannibalistic people. So like the thing is, 
<laughs> I guess we can just get to the people under the stairs. The people under the stairs are like cannibalistic children, former children. Yeah, they kept calling them children. I was like, these ain't children. Teens. One of them had kind of like a mullet, so I was like, maybe he is kind of like a you know like a heavy metal type of kid. But he looked like <laughs> it was giving the hills have eyes, which makes sense. But then it's also giving um, the descent. <laughs> and that's what, okay, that's what I was trying to figure out. So this movie allegedly was based on a true story, which mm-hmm. is, a, it's upsetting, um, obviously. Um, so... Apparently, because it's written and directed by Wes Craven, Wes Craven, Wes Craven, um, and it is based on a story of two people. They were like breaking into the house, and when they broke into the house, they stumbled across like a child abuse situation where they had children like locked up. But I'm confused on how these kids got there. Weren't they being kidnapped? I assume that they probably were being kidnapped. That's what, look, okay, so there's a little girl in the house who is not under the stairs, but she is, um, she is, what is her name? Her name is Alice. She's not on the stairs, but she's kind of like, um, in a weird, I don't know how how to describe it, like her mom, um, mommy, (laughs) um, is basically like got her trapped in this house and like is feeding her, but then like yelling at her about did you lick the plate clean and did you like drop the fork? Like, where's the fork I give you? And then told what's his face that she did something bad. So I don't know if he went and beat her or like worse, but I was like, ugh, I get really creepy vibes um, from this whole situation. So she's terrified. Um, but I forget what she said. She said they were kidnapping kids for like a, a what is it, a boy child? I think. Is that what she said? She used the word. I, was I think like, all the what? kids <laughs> under the stairs were boys. But they was like not listening and just being kids. And they didn't meet the standards that mommy and daddy had. And so they started like taking eyes and taking tongues, taking hands and putting them under the stairs. Yeah. And I wasn't really understanding like the point unless it was like some, cause this is also like, they're, they're calling themselves mommy and daddy, but they're brother and sister. They're our, what sisters, what sibling spouses or something is very, ugh. <laughs> Very gross. Um, and so I was like, are they trying to, like, build a family? Or are they trying to, like, get this girl hitched off? She's, like, I don't know, 12, 13, 14. People are weird. I don't, people are weird. People are very weird. <laughs> People's houses scare me now, for real. More than ever. I think what they were trying to do is build, like, a nuclear oh. family. Because you got mommy and daddy, you got Alice, and then you need a son, and then you got a, you got yeah, a dog. Boy. You got the, the little yeah. Rottweiler in there that's, like, fucking niggas up, literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Prince the dog, Prince the Rottweiler. And then I've seen, too, like, there's, um there's like, comparisons between, like, them and, like, the Reagans. 
Which would make sense because wasn't that like one of their things of like the extreme conservative, like protecting the nuclear family or yeah, shit? It's all about that like you you have to protect your neighborhoods. It has to be um oh I'm just thinking about Nancy Reagan's like um, I don't know where I space like went with Prince and all that stuff. But anyway, um, like with, um, parental advisories, like how, um, about the music and how it influences kids and how you have to be concerned about with youth, you know, the war on, um, drugs and all that stuff. What was, what was her, what's her name? What was that one lady? Um, oh God, I can't remember her name, but it was like her and then like, it was her against like two live crew and they had started sticking those stickers on there. What the fuck is her name? I know her name. <laughs> Cause you always hear about this woman, but yeah, it was under, I think it was like under that whole, that whole thing. Um, not just Tipper Gore. Who was the other one? There was another lady. Like basically all of them people are just kind of gross. Um, but yeah. Um, also, like, why are you letting your kid sing Prince? That's your own fault. If you didn't want them to hear Prince, then I don't know what you. I mean, yeah, that's on that's on you. It's not even a situation of Prince started off like clean cut or whatever. That's your own damn fault. That's you not being a mother. <laughs> it's not. It's not Prince's fault that your daughter heard "Darling Nikki." <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous but yeah that makes sense if it's in like the conservative sort of vision of america is every there's every parent or every family is like a mother father daughter son thing and a dog and a dog and a white picket fence and and all that yeah this poor girl is terrified poor alice alice be going through it she just got her handmade dolls her artisan Etsy ready dolls <laughs> of the people who come in and don't come out. Not artisan. <laughs> not artisan. <laughs> That's all she got. Her only friends and, and the the realest one in the whole house, Roach. Yeah, Roach is a boy. I don't really know what his real name is because they didn't give it, but he. Does not live in the uh under the stairs. He is like all in the walls of the house. He's just running wild. Alice be feeding him. He went rogue. Yeah. <laughs> but like I don't I don't know like where he like stays. But baby. in the walls. But yeah, but like where does he sleep? He probably sleep like in the wall somewhere. He probably got like a little a little corner somewhere. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't really say with the other ones because I think they tried to attack him too at one point, right? I don't... I think they did. They don't really... There's no loyalty amongst cannibals. Yeah, I can tell. babies. Yeah, so... Um, but yeah, so these kids are down there. Um, hardly any of them can talk. They ain't seen sunlight. Um... And all that. And so they're just in a bad, bad way. <laughs> and um, 
so yeah, I think Fool is trying to like hire from these people and they're trying to get out, but then there's like locks and like weird shit on the door. They end up murking the fuck out of out of Leroy and his goofy early. Yes. Um, and so then Fool is on his own and he's trying to like figure out how to get out. Like, cause I think they just think it's Ving Rames in the house and then they didn't realize because I think the cops show up at one point and I guess cause there's like some disturbance because this man, this is the thing that I didn't get. They just be shooting in this house. Mm-hmm. It's like, and like not even regular guns, like shotguns and stuff. I'm like, you try to like <laughs> try to knock this home down to its foundation. I was very confused by that. I was like, oh, I hope you're a good shot, which he, uh, quote unquote, daddy is not a good shot. <laughs> he has to be shooting all on the walls and shit and missing. And they figure out that, um, the fool is also in the house and they go back and looking, look for it. I'm sorry. Look for him. Didn't they call him the black one? They, they be saying all kinds of shit. They was, I didn't realize they also was like two, two niggers uh, robbed the liquor store. And I was like, oh. Yeah, they was they racist. They racist, racist. It hurt a little bit. I wasn't really, I don't know why I wasn't prepared. I didn't hear it the first time I watched it. So I watched it this afternoon. And I was like, oh, okay. Shit. God damn. I knew you were racist, but shit. Yeah, they, they hit them hard R's. Hard R. <laughs> like um uh but yeah go ahead sorry um but like part of them being really concerned about fool being in the house was like yeah he could tell what's happening like inside the house mm-hmm. eventually but they were also really concerned about him being in the house with alice yeah they were worried that he was gonna sully her or something i don't remember the exact words that were used but he's like he's gonna like muss with my precious princess or some shit and i was like this boy don't care about that shit girl Anyway, this baby trying to survive <laughs> he's trying to get the fuck up out this house lee let him out this house uh yeah that's racism as well you motherfuckers yeah mm-hmm. and like this third like this child like he literally he was 12 he was 12 yesterday he's 13 today. and he looks like he's eight years old so like again what and every like everybody is pushing like he's a man now but he is like not even thinking about that um but they are like, you are in this house with my virginal white daughter. And I know, it's like. She got her looking like uh, like a little American girl doll. Like a walking, talking American girl doll. <laughs> I try to figure out which one. Maybe she's Samantha. Or what's the, the one, the colonial one? Oh, she was cute. I can't remember what her name was, but she was a cute one too. But, like, they were, like, really, really, really concerned about that. And it was, like, a really big deal. And it's, like, no. Like, I know you've seen this child in this house because you've been shooting at him all day. So, you you know what it is. Right. She like, you know that this is a kid. And it's, come on now. Girl, it's, they were just ridiculous. and and And, I mean... 
most of the movie is him trying to get out of the house by various ways because he's been chased by this Rottweiler. This dude died. Both the people he came with died. He doesn't even make it. Like, he's trying to ask Alice, like, what do, what do we do? Like, how do we get out the house? And she was like, nobody gets out the house. She didn't even know what her neighborhood was. I was like, does she even go to school? She don't go to school, clearly. And then, like, do they teach her anything? Like, does, I'm surprised this girl knows how to speak, honestly. Um, and, I mean, eventually he escapes. And I think he tries to get her to come with him, but then he, um, she won't do it. She's like, because I think they have to jump off the roof of the house into like a pond, like next door. But she's like, I don't know how deep it is. And I was like, oh, it's like, girl, it's a pond. <laughs> it's a pond. It's not that deep. But she was too scared to jump out. So we had to leave her. And that just, like, um, I keep wanting to call him Big Ed. <laughs> he was kind of Big Ed. He looked like a Big Ed. That's his character on Twin Peaks. It makes sense. He looked like a big head. Um, he was trying to shoot. Oh, bruh. This the the suit with the the leather suit. Why did he put that on? I don't know. Like, was that like his power up suit? Like, I'm ready to fuck shit up because I look like a demon that also engages in weird sexual practices. (laughs) I mean. I mean, nope. if that's your thing, that's your but thing. But you shouldn't be shooting children. <laughs> As a fucking you, okay. If, so I'm if that's your you, thing, you if do. you if you want if you do like um, leather, that's cool. Leather like for real, for real. Cool. Yeah, no, that is cool. But, but then, like, I was just confused on why it connected like that to this. Yeah, like, like why was that's it, like the so outfit that different. you had on at the at the beginning was fine. <laughs> And if anything, I would think this would be more cumbersome because how are you supposed to be running around this house in this leather? Ain't you chafing? Right, like art, like chafing. He got into it really fast. I don't think it was really like PVC. Maybe it was just like a little, you know, it looked a little loose. You know, it wasn't as like it was like American Horror Story or whatever. Like it wasn't that on that level. Oh, of, of skin tight. Remember, like who is Jungle Jim forty three twenty two at? Yahoo.com. I, the fact that you know it by heart. <laughs> and I didn't even look anything up. She, I just know that email address. She knows it by heart, everyone. She does. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Um. <laughs> Here at Black Girl Film Club, y'all know we're on that spooky shit 24-7, and what better way to show off your love of movies than with this episode's sponsor, Super Yaki. No, we're not talking about new bundles. We're talking about Super Yaki, an online store that sells original apparel, pins, patches, hats, and more. Choose from any one of their eco-friendly screen-printed t-shirts from their Music by John Carpenter t-shirt, or even a Hocus Pocus Thackeray Binks pin and patch set. Their shirts are super comfy and very soft. I have their Josie and the Pussycats t-shirt and I always get a ton of compliments on it and I wear it literally all the time. Same, I have tons of t-shirts from them. My favorite is one featuring Lydia Dietz. It has My Whole Life is a Dark Room because, you know, same. Um, if something you want is sold out, don't worry. 
Super Yaki is always adding new designs to their collection and each one comes with a fun surprise. Don't get caught slipping. Treat yourself or a friend to something cute for the spooky season. Get 10% off with the code SUPERFRIEND. That's S-U-P-E-R-F-R-I-E-N-D in all caps. Head over to superyaki.com. That's S-U-P-E-R-Y-A-K-I. Let them know that Ashley and Brittany sent you and let's get back to the show. Now, back to our program. I didn't really get that part, but he's doing, because he's the one doing all this stuff. She's, mommy isn't really doing any of this, of the, of the chasing at this point. Um, but it's a lot of like, oh, he's in this part of the house, now he's in this part of the house, and then, you know. And eventually he jumps and escapes. I don't, the other thing is too, is that by the, time he, the, by the time he actually gets out of this house, it's like well after dark. Yeah. And I was like, are you? He'd been there all day, I was like, coping. I was like, your parents aren't looking for you. <laughs> oh, baby. Like, your parents need to be, I mean, you know, they probably are, but also I was like, uh, I mean, it's not your fault that, you know, you tagged along with two dumbasses who died. I left you there. Oh, baby. Fucking Leroy. Um, so, yeah. So, he makes it back to the house, which I guess, like, is Bill Cobbs his, like, super? Um, what was his whole role there? I don't even remember. To tell people they was brother and sister? Bill Cobbs also showed up in... Uh, Just like he told... <laughs> Us that Nino Brown was gonna go to hell. He does that. Why is he? Is it just like the old black man, like the magical Negro man? Like, what is that about? Because in in in, I still know what you did last summer. Like, he showed up with them fucking. Um, he had his voodoo altar and shit, and they were all panicking and thinking he was conjuring some spells on them. And I was like, that's not right, y'all. That's not right at all. And it turns out to be that fucking white ass boy. They were there with the whole. T- who <laughs> Julie thought he was doing Negro magic? Yeah, remember he had, and it was Will Benson. Girl, I don't even <laughs> remember that part. Somebody had told me about that <laughs> on Twitter, and I was like, "Why don't I remember like who Benson? Like, I know Ben or whatever, but like, I didn't really understand." And that, but I don't think I remember the killers being revealed in any of his movies. Like the first time I saw, I still know what you did last time. I don't think I remember. Getting to the Ooh. end. I think I need to rewatch that because you know who in that. Who, Freddie Prince Jr.? Yes. Yeah, but he's barely in it, Brittany. Nobody told me that he's barely in the movie. <laughs> His whole journey in that movie is trying to get from the fishing village or wherever he lives in whatever part of, of the Northeast down to the Bahamas. So, like, he's not even. To save it. Julie. To save his bay, he gets there like at the very last minute. It's his favorite because there's also like a hurricane or something. It's a lot, and I was like, Freddie Prince, I know you got paid to do this. I know you got paid, and you were in this movie for a grand total of like ten minutes. I might rewatch the first one, and then I'm gonna watch the second one because that's how he met his his wife, and that's cute for them. That is cute. That's cute. They weren't even like. Um, love interest in that first movie. I know. They ain't that cute. Yeah. She was, her love interest was Ryan Phillippe and I was like, 
here goes the demon. <laughs> I was like, is Ryan always playing somebody raggedy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was trying to be, you know, he makes me laugh on Twitter, honestly, with his ridiculous self. But um, at the same time, do you know he's short? Um, he's that he's a is a fact. King. I don't he's a, accept. He's a petite king. He a petite king. How petite? He's five, like five, seven, he's five, five nine, eight, five nine. And that ain't too bad. Yes, 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 yes. Not for all that energy. Not for all that energy. He have six two energy. He could be like a little Al Pacino. You've seen That's his cool. little thirst traps. He got it on Instagram, hoeing. <laughs> He was six foot something. Well, all right, Sebastian. I forgot he was in Crash, the racist Crash, not the the slut Crash. <laughs> Slutty Crash. I cannot wait to do our episode on Crash. Oh God. <laughs> I have it coming in December when it's released. The only movie I've ever pre-ordered for Criterion. I'm excited. I'm very excited for you. To enjoy so that excited. experience, I hope they put it on Criterion because I don't know how you're gonna get me to pay for it. It's gonna be lovely. So <laughs> you better lovely. send the DVD down here. <laughs> the, <laughs> the Sisterhood of the Traveling uh, uh, Kink movie. <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, Bill Cobb shows up in a lot of stuff. I don't know. I guess he just got that about him, but it's also kind of weird. They just need like a older Negro man to like give to, you like, like the West White do stuff. Yeah, yeah, because he's like he said he gave him basically the whole rundown of the family. So the family is, um, they start out in funeral homes, like selling people overpriced coffins, and then they moved into real estate. Um, and then also they're like brother and sister. So that's pretty freaking creepy. But basically the whole time, like the more money they got, the more unhinged and like weird and greedy they got, which I thought was very interesting. That seems logical. But they're not doing anything with this money. Huh? It's just, it's literally just sitting in a room. It's just sitting in their house. Like, it's not, it's not doing anything. It's not, like, sitting up there. Um, you know what I mean? Like, it's very, it's very odd. Um, they have, like, a vault. I don't, they're not doing anything with the vault. The house looks raggedy, you know. <laughs> so, I don't really know what the point is other than just making a lot of money. And that's, at the same time, I think he wants to get the coins, too. So at least they have enough money to, like, pay rent or whatever. But then he decides to go back for Alice to, like, rescue her and the other. Well, I guess just rescue her at first, right? But then I guess he rescues all the other kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, Roach, he saves the day. Because Roach a real one. <laughs> Roach. We love Roach. Um, but Roche don't make it. Yeah, he's not in there. He sacrifices long. his life to save Fu and Alice. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, Fu ends up like kind of bonding with the, the kids under the stairs, the people, the folk under the stairs. The folk. You know, the folk. 
under the stairs. <laughs> um, and he kind of, because they help him out in the ways that they can, um, saving them from daddy. I'm not going to call him and daddy. Oh, no. No, that's not this kind of daddy. No. <laughs> they save him from daddy. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, yeah, they're like, I don't know, um, because, I mean, they don't like the people, obviously, they got them, like, imprisoned. But then, at the same time, I don't know, I guess, like, their their first instinct is to eat. <laughs> eat something. And, um, I don't know, because, like, when he comes back at one point, they're like, oh, like, they're calling his name. You know, they can barely talk. Yeah. Um, and so, which I thought was weird. Like, why can't they talk to you? Um, he cut their tongues out. All of them? Yes. Oh, good lord. So they couldn't tell what's going on. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I that part I was having trouble. I was like, nobody could talk in this house. But, um, I mean, being boys, it makes sense. So they they don't have any. They got their tongues cut off, cut cut out. Yeah. Um, and then I think. Oh, you know what, too? They were mad because he killed the dog. R.I.P. Prince. You was just doing your job. Yes. As a dog that has a crazy master. You were doing your job. R.I.P. Um, but yeah, they he comes back, and I think he calls the cops. And the cops come, and they don't do anything. Because I think Bill Cobbs also tells them, like, yeah, we told the cops, but they didn't really care hmm. about it. And then... Fool calls the cops again. He said there's like a like a like a child abuse situation happening, but they're like this lady don't even have any kids. And then like this, <laughs> I mean I know there's only so much like searching in someone's house that you can do without like the proper paperwork, but y'all do way more for way less <laughs> in other situations. So it just makes me upset. <laughs> And I was sitting there and I was like, what do y'all do, right? <laughs> nothing. I mean. Besides kill people. <laughs> nothing. What do you do correctly? Girl, go be a truck driver or some shit. You can drive around plenty. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand. And so, uh, so, yeah, they, like, I mean, you think, I mean, maybe if you're, like, white watching this, you'd be like, oh, maybe the cops will find, but, you know. Be Negroes. We're like, mm, okay. That's not going to work. <laughs> I don't know why you thought that option would work, but you know what? You're young. <laughs> so we'll let you have it, fool. But uh, <laughs> that wasn't going to work at all. Because um, then she gives them cookies and stuff, too. They got swayed. I think some, she does. Buy some baked goods. You shouldn't even be taking baked goods from people, girl. Mm-mm-mm. It's just the continued, um, I wouldn't even say disappointment. It's just expected at this point. This is the continued expectation of, <laughs> of the citizens in place here in the United States. Uh, and then he goes to the, he goes and finds Alice and tells them base or tells her basically that he's like they're not even your parents bro like you don't have to stay here like they're just a bunch of like kidnappers and baby snatchers 
Because we don't even know how long she's been there, but she's been there long enough that she don't remember that they're not her parents. Either that or they, like, abused her enough for her to believe that they are her parents. Yeah. It's very sad. It's a fucked up situation. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think, like, when she hears that, she's like, okay, let's get, let's get to get. <laughs> and she's ready to go with who? And they make a like an escape attempt. Many, yeah, they make a lot of escape attempts. And it's for me like this part of the movie. It takes a little while to get out of the house. Well, um, yeah, because I think the way that they got out of the house, like he he fool had jumped into the pond, and then I think. Uh, daddy had drained the pond and like put like broken glass and shit in there. So they had, to find, they had to find another way out. I know at one time they went through the roof. Yeah, I think that's or was it? I think that's what they were trying to do, and then they're like, we can't. And then somehow, like, daddy ties up Alice, and then I think this is when he throws fool down with the other people under the stairs and then like fool and then like kind of make a pack. why did fool say this shit he's like i'm just gonna try to free you guys so you can get out to like the sun and what do you say the sun the sky and the women yes i was like listen we need therapy first <laughs> we need some vitamin c some vitamin d and some therapy he, cause damn all the rest. He was trying. <laughs> he was trying. Bless him heart. <laughs> damn all the rest. <laughs> uh, yeah, cause he talks to like one of the one of the people, um, which we never find out any names or whatever. They can't really give their names. Um, I think Ruby, uh, not Ruby. Sorry. Um, Alice is only close with like with Roach. Yeah, Roach, he's the only one who has a name. Roach only had, well, only had like little fingers, like bluish fingers. Cause the other ones, they look like I don't like your monster of the week. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of like prosthetics and and um, I don't know. Didn't they do something to, like their contacts? Like they got their eyes all probably from being down in the dark. But again, the hills have eyes. It's pretty. Which I have not seen, it kinda, that, but it kind of. It, you d- Everybody says no, <laughs> don't watch that. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> Literally, everybody I know is like, don't do it. Although I think these people actually look worse than the hills I've had. This is giving you more of the descent for real. Yeah, the hills have eyes is a rough watch. Mm-hmm. I've seen both versions of it and. Girl, I have not. I think I only knew about it when they put out the second ver, the um, the newer version. Whenever they did that, because my one of my friends was like really, one of my friends from high school was really big into horror movies, and she was always trying to get me to to watch some shit with her. And I was always like, "No, I'm good. I'm good." Yeah, it's yeah, it's not one that I'd be like, "Yeah, you should." No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, it sounds like a, a lot. So, um, but yeah, so, um, I know that Ruby and 
and Bill Cobbs end up showing up at the house because they're like, don't go back to the house. And of course, Fool goes back to the house. And I forget what their how their conversation goes, but I just I wrote down one thing. Is one of the only few things I wrote down is like, oh, they basically came to her and was like, you're fucking up the community and like ruining things basically and she was like i don't see any community all i see is a couple she's about to call it's a bunch a couple of dinners yes <laughs> and yes i screamed a little bit i was like excuse me you know sometimes you just gotta i mean not that you have to be reminded just sometimes you're just like you know you're doing like your Beyonce at like a courtside at like a at a Lakers game or whatever, just bobbing your head and all of a sudden you hear some racism. You're like, fuck. <laughs> and that's exactly what that moment was. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but then I was like, damn, like white people really don't think that white people or black people have like any sort of sense of community or or like family ties. That happened. What movie were we watching when they said that? What is another movie that we've talked about? I'm trying to think. I can't remember which one it was, but like, they were like, oh, it was Foxy Brown. Oh. Remember the guy was like, they don't, they don't have any sense of community. Foxy Brown was wild too. What a great, what a great movie. Yes. Pam, wherever you are, I hope you're having a wonderful day. Because mm. I love you. But, um, yeah, it was, like, one of those things that I was, like, where do people get, like, I know people begin stereotypes about black people and then they be making up lies and shit to, like, you know, enforce their um, economic, environmental, social, um, uh, racism, all of it. Uh, but like, I'm like, where do you get that from? And you think like black people do? But then does that does that go in hand to hand like black on black crime? I would say yeah. Right, like like you know that's like always the first thing is like oh why do y'all keep killing each other and then also like why do you destroy your neighborhoods and uh, like all that. Yeah, I I would say that contributes to those stereotypes like. Like, um, blaming black on black crime as, like, a reason that you can continue to say fucked up stuff about us not having, like, communities or taking pride in the communities that we have. Because mm-hmm. we do. We have our own communities. We have our areas. And we do take care of them. We do celebrate them. Um, and we take pride in them. Right. Like, it just doesn't make... It makes sense because they be lying, but like it just, <laughs> it just like from the outside looking. Somebody told, like, I feel like I was looking on like Twitter or something, but somebody was like, "Man, white people really do not bang with their cousins like we do." Yeah, and like I don't really have any white people I mean, directly, but I'm like, yeah, like me and I mean I don't have a big family of cousins or whatever, but like. All my friends are basically my cousins. <laughs> like, like they're my families. And so I don't know. It's just very um I don't wanna say interesting. It's more like a it's just it's very um telling 
I guess lying in a movie. Because I also yeah. I feel like if you don't have a community, then you're not really a part of society, right? And then like, oh, like it's just like the way she said it was just kind of like, I just see a couple animals standing on my door. Maybe she gonna shoot them. Yeah, she was gonna shoot them. She was gonna shoot Ruby and um, the old guy. Yeah. Um, until they pulled back, and the rest of the community that didn't matter, that wasn't there, that didn't exist was there. Yeah, and it's a pretty Because mixed, they're people. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty mixed community too, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is a lot. And then fucking Alice drops in from the ceiling and bangs her mama's head on the ground. Mm-hmm. That shit had me cracking up. I was like, where did she come from? <laughs> There's like a hole, a hole in the ceiling. <laughs> And took her out. Mm-hmm. Go, little mama. And they like almost win this round. Um, and until like the door closes, locking Alice and Fool inside again. Oh God! At this point, I was and like- I was like, Lord, please let this movie. End. <laughs> <laughs> Is there no like a, like a mechanism to get out of the house? I feel like they had like very reinf- like special reinforced glass on all the windows. Mm-hmm. Cause also I think wasn't it like the door handle electrocutes people? I think it might. Remember, cause it was like him. They were trying to chase. Okay, cause like the like Prince the dog had jumped on Leroy, and then like at one point, fool grabs Leroy's hand and then like touches the the I guess it was the doorknob or something around the door and then like a shock sends them like goes through them all into the dog and that's how they got the dog off of them the first time but um yeah um I don't <laughs> they could not get out of that house fast enough <laughs> I was very confused I was like, okay, y'all, like, let's, let's wrap this up. Let's, I thought we was done. I thought we was, we was getting out of here. Yeah. I thought we was, we was finished. No, they're not getting out. Um, but we was not done because, um, mommy or Ms. Robeson, sister, um, got back up. She disappeared. The, the unconscious body was up in Adam and, um, they were looking for her and Alice tried to like flip the switch to get the doors unlocked, but it had been overwritten and it wouldn't unlock. And so they had to figure out where she was. And she was apparently in the kitchen with a gun or a knife or some shit. Girl, that <laughs> knife sent me. That knife was sending me, girl. <laughs> it was so rubbery. <laughs> she was in there like Carrie's mama. She was. It was very much Carrie's mama at that pivotal moment when she's like, I'm going to stab my child. Yes. Oh, my poor baby, Carrie. Oh, Carrie. We've also reviewed that, mm. guys. That's one of our. Yes. That's a good one. <laughs> yes. In which I revealed that they played Party Like a Rockstar at my prom. <laughs> oh, yes. Had a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, she she comes out there like Mrs. White, about to cut her. That knife, though, I know this was made on like a really low budget, but that knife um, was sending me because it was very, very wiggly. It's a very wiggly knife. Yes, wait a little bit. It was doing a lot of wobbling. Um... But guess who came through? The folk under the stairs came through. They basically snatched her ass um, from, like, I guess, I don't know, they, like, tore through the, the, the stairs, the stairway. For them to have all that money, their house is cheap and this broke is, up easily. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Like, what, where was the money going? Was it being reinforced in, like, in assets? You weren't, I don't think you're going to pass your money down to these poor children. <laughs> so, like, what are we going to do with it? You're just going to sit on it until you died? I mean, that's the Republican Probably. Probably. Um, but I forgot. Um, Daddy was still running around, too, somewhere. And Boo. Uh-huh. Had his little dynamite in the money room with all the money and the coins. Where did he get the dynamite from? That's the only part I do not remember. He the dynamite was just in there. He was like, "You got this dynamite just in here." (laughs) You know, people like that who kind of like don't leave their house and shit. They always got stuff like that, like dynamite and firearms and and you know knives and booby traps and. And shit like that. You know, they're just doing a little bit of work around the house. He had his dynamite. And Fu was like, you got this dynamite. And you know what? I'm finna use it. Okay, because he's like, I don't even like your ass. (laughs) 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 That shit had you cracking up. (laughs) And he blew him up. Yeah, because they got mother or mommy. She did. And then... I guess it was kind of like a standoff almost because he had that, he was still wearing that damn suit and um, he was like, if you shoot me, you'll kill us both. Mm-hmm. And then he um, just blew the house up to, to high hell and all the money came out with it. Yep, and all the neighbors were like, money! Money! Diamonds! <clears throat> Shout out to Big Ange. They got all their money back that they paid to his family over the years. And that's the other thing, too. It's like, were you just taking some of that money and then, like, when you were flipping the houses or whatever into these condos, like, that's what you were putting the money into? And then, but you had enough for a vault? <laughs> mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, and they're all celebrating. Rightfully so. I mean, hell. That's your money anyway. Take it back. And the kids under the stairs just sneak off mm-hmm. into the night. Mm-hmm. We never figure out where they go. Um, I hope they did okay. LA is hard. They good. <laughs> One of them turned into Brad Pitt. Do not do <laughs> that. Hell, <laughs> what were they kept saying the whole time? You're gonna burn in hell. <laughs> I forgot to mention that part. 
That was her whole thing. <laughs> don't do that to Bradley. Don't do that to William. William is William over there Bradley and Thelma and Louise looking like a bad bitch. And that is the, ch- the people under the stairs. Uh, you are so wrong for that. I'm, let, me, <laughs> let me just go and remember <laughs> what Brad looked like. Nah, he was up there looking like a badass little cowboy. You are so rude. <laughs> Pick anybody else. <laughs> Ah, not Brad. Got him. Not Brad. <laughs> Brad been. I mean, Brad been fine. It's just the truth. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Pick one of yours. I mean, it's fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Brady don't want to pick one of hers. Oh, my little uglies. I love them. She don't, um, she's lucky I don't remember any off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you. So, would you recommend this movie? Um, I'm on the fence. I will be honest because I watched this twice, like I said. Um, I actually remembered quite a bit than I thought I did. But, I don't know, I feel like this was more for, like, a younger, like, a younger, younger, younger crowd. Um, like, if I was a kid and I had seen this, I would think this would be, like, a bad, like a badass movie, right? Like, if I had seen this when I was, like, I don't know, like, six or seven, um, or, or, or older. But, um, given that I am an adult, an adult adult... Um, I don't know. I just was, I, I think too, I was expecting a little bit more than him just being chased around his house for like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. So that's the part because I was like, I don't really know anything about these children. And then they, in fact, they've been kidnapped. Um, also I thought these children were going to be aliens. So like that was the other thing. <laughs> so I was very confused by that. And I just didn't think it was just going to be like him being stuck in this house for very long um so that's the only thing about it and like yeah so I feel like if this is something that you've clearly seen or if you're like you know somebody who scares easily maybe that might be something for you this is for me I was kind of like hmm this koofy What's the story behind Scooby? <laughs> but like, so yeah, that's why I'm on the fence about it. Like, it's not like something I'd be like, oh yeah, this is just like a really great movie. And of course, I appreciate like you know all the all the nods to like gentrification and racism. Even though like, I mean, at this point in my life, like you're just preaching to the choir. Like, I already, I already get it. But for somebody else who's, you know, if this is like new territory for them, then this might be interesting. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of like split. Down the middle. Okay. So, naturally, I would recommend it. <laughs> um, because I enjoy this movie, even though it grew up that last 20 minutes, child. I was like, if you don't um, find the doorway out of this house, I'm figured out. It took a minute to get there, but they got there, and I was thankful. <laughs> um but yeah, it's a fun movie. Like, this is another movie kind of like Candyman for you, where you needed to see it when you were younger. Now, see, Candyman was like, actually, I was going to say, like, if you want to watch a movie that also talks about, like, social 
issues in terms of like how black people live in cities and are treated in in within living i guess i don't want to say it's it's not environmental racism or is it I feel like that's more of like with like climate change and nature, but I feel like it almost bolted. I don't want to say the wrong thing, but like, um, I feel like Candyman is great because I mean, first of all, it's set in Chicago. Chicago has a huge, huge, long history of segregation, even though it is not a southern city, which everybody usually expects. Um, it's par for the course down here, but it is actually a very segregated city. People from Chicago will tell you straight up this is a very segregated city. And people do not usually mix or go across like certain lines or live in certain areas. Um, and so that's sort of kind of the, a little bit behind um, the Candyman like lore and like backstory and stuff. Um, there's also, I mean, the whole thing with him and this like white woman, that, that whole part. i'm always like "Mm." so (laughs) but i feel like that's way that that part gave me the gore because it's like if you're gonna give me something ridiculous as you coming back to marry your lost white love can you can please give me some gore with it (laughs) and it does it delivers on that promise it's a very gory movie um not to say that every horror movie has to be effective by a gore, but, you know, give me something to be freaked out about at least. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's where I go. I mean, I'm still too old to be really afraid of that movie either. Yeah. But I feel like it's, like, way more, like, if you're looking for more of, like, an adult conversation around the same thing, kind of. Yeah. So. I think... I would agree with you mm-hmm. and go there with Candyman. Candy. Candyman. Don't do it. Candyman. Okay, Brittany, if you hang up, <laughs> <laughs> I can't get to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I'm sitting by a mirror. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> and I'm still sitting by this TV, which is still on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God, we're going to die. <laughs> no one's going to hear this episode. <laughs> oh gosh okay no prepare yourself and protect yourself i don't know what you gotta do okay protect yourself against okay todd girl why would you be todd in in um tony todd is in final destination as well yeah that's why it's again ashley i was sitting there i was like it's good not this man being the, the, the mortician. Please, please, God. <laughs> as soon as I said his name in the credits, I was like, get me the fuck. <laughs> I will say, now that we're on the subject of Final Destination real quick, I will say that that first, like, what was it, 20, 30 minutes still freaked me out. I'll give it that. Girl, you need to watch Final Destination 2. You need to get in number two. Oh, my God. And you need to watch three, child. Ooh, you need to watch three. This is coming from the same person who told me to watch Hostel. So, I'm taking everything with a grain of salt. Because <laughs> that was some shit. I was like... Did I, you watch Hostel too? I watched both of them. Oh, yeah. The, okay. I was just you like, could. oh, whatever. <laughs> but I guess, like, in addition to... You watch Cabin Fever? I have seen you Cabin Fever. You support my man? 
Oh, um, what is his name? What is his name? Who, Eli Roth? No, not him. I'm talking about who was in Cabin Fever. Wasn't, what's his name? Who, Ryder Strong? Yeah. Cabin Fever oh. is streaming somewhere. I just... You can hear the dog snoring. I'm sorry. Cabin Fever. <laughs> Cabin Fever is streaming somewhere, but I cannot remember where because I've been looking for movies to watch um, pretty much every day. But I was also going to say, which movie would you suggest like as like a companion piece? Hmm. Or if you have one. Oh, shoot. Cabin Fever might be on Netflix. Wait a minute. Ooh. What? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why the haunting of Bly Manor or whatever the hell. Oh yeah, they just be starting. Yeah, Netflix, you don't have to do that shit, girl. Um, yeah, where's your where's your recommendation or suggestion? I was going to go with Candyman because that was going to be one of my picks for this month. Honestly, um, I, mean, I feel like that would have been a really cool pick. Because I would have been really... But then, I mean, we want to do Candyman, Candy on Candy. Yeah, we wanted to Candy on Candy on Candy. Um, <laughs> oh, this is a remake of Cabin Fever. Oh, don't watch that yeah, one. Yeah, I don't really want that. I'm sorry. I'm only here for floppy-haired Ryder Strong. So, y'all, if y'all got time, watch Candyman. Yeah, I don't know. It's streaming. I think it's streaming on Netflix. I want to say. I know it's streaming somewhere, and I'm pretty sure it's because the original was going to come out. Um, This month, there's a whole big thing about that. People are mad that she's not going to release it. Or whatever. I don't know where this movie is, actually. Let me not lie. Listen, it's somewhere. Um, But yeah, I mean, I already done said what I had to say about it. So if she does put it out, if she doesn't, I don't really know what to do or say anymore. Like, I, don't really I will wait. I will be mad in my house, but I will wait. I mean, I'm probably not going to see it in theaters in 2021. I'm going to just wait till it's at the house. I feel like I would rather drive in. Oh yeah, if it's at a driveway, girl, I will be there. But everybody's like, but, but why don't you just drop it on Netflix? Oh, don't drop it on no Netflix. Please don't drop shit on. Um, Netflix. let me pay money for it. I mean, like, yeah, that's something I already said. I was like, are y'all actually gonna pay for it? It's enough to just clamor for it. But if it's twenty four ninety nine or whatever the fuck, then like you're still gonna be mad. So what do you want? What do you want her to do? My girl, I will. I. I'm I'm in I'm in the boat. We said it before. I'll pay twenty five dollars for it. That's just me. But let me do it. But don't <laughs> don't just give it to Netflix. Um, let me go to drive in or let me pay twenty five twenty six dollars. Yeah, but I that's mean, just me. Yeah. This is just for Candyman. Yeah, I don't but, know about the. I mean, I wonder. I haven't been to a drive in yet. But um, I know they're out there. Yeah, we got to. So, we got a couple. They're trying to make that, like, a thing now. But, I mean, you know, do what you got to do. <laughs> I think that's a good movie. What's the other one I wrote down? I also said that this movie reminds me of Green Room, which you never finished. Oh, I got scared, and I had to turn Girl, it off. Girl, that's a lot. 
was like, uh-uh, Captain Picard is a Nazi. a Nazi. I gotta turn this shit Captain off. Captain Jean-Luc Picard is a Nazi. He runs a music venue out in the sticks. I was like, uh-uh, we turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> I own this movie. I have never finished it. How the hell? I bought it the day it came out, and, and have, I have never watched it. So you it. did a, See, I'll be watching movies that I never, like, I don't know the plot of and shit like that, but, like, I don't be buying them permanently. <laughs> no, I be buying movies. I was like, oh, yeah, like, this has someone I like in it. I'm just going to buy it blind. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-mm. I can't watch this. I can't watch no, this. I, I can't watch this. I can't watch it. I don't even <laughs> Damn. So, like, yeah, that movie is about, um, like, a punk band who goes, um, they're, like, they have a show out in the boonies, out in, like, Oregon or whatever, or somewhere out in the Pacific Northwest, um, and they are trapped in there because they, one of the witnesses a murder, um, in the club, and then, like, Jean-Luc Picard just sicks his Nazi boys on them. And so they're basically trying to fight their way out of this. Um, it's a lot. Um, especially, I think, like, Anton Yelchin had, like, passed away not too long before I saw the movie. He he passed away, like, the year this movie came out. And so I was like, oh, this is a lot, a little bit. (laughs) And a lot does happen in the movie. Like, I was like, oh, shit, I thought we were going to have a little bit of a happy ending, but sure. (laughs) This is pretty intense. So, um, but it's a good movie. um, And I would say if watch it if you can, but it's also, like, a lot, especially with Nazis, especially, Lord, isn't there just enough of them already? (laughs) Out, out here and shit. Right. This is too much. So, um, but that that kind of reminded me of that because you know the the venue isn't that big, so I was sitting up there. And I was like, you can't get out of here. <laughs> but <laughs> I think they try to get out, and then like their cars have been like their vans been sabotaged and shit like that. So it's like one of those stuff. It's like one of those situations. Yeah, yeah. I I've watched like an hour of it. Yeah, it's a it's a lot. It's a lot. I can see why you were like, what the fuck? Even though, like, Jean-Luc Picard really doesn't, you know, he doesn't really do much in the movie. But it's just the whole thing of being like, you're supposed to be a good person? <laughs> and I was like, no, not, no, not you. Not you. Not like this. Not like this. <laughs> but yeah, I that's in the same vein as, like, trying to get out. Um of a fucked up situation, so. Yeah. But yeah, so our next movie is... Tales from the Hood. Uh-huh, I have not seen this movie either, so this should be interesting. Oh, uh, very interesting. Um, so, brace yourself um, for that one. Oh, God. Me specifically? Oh, no. I mean, you <laughs> listeners, anyone who's planning on watching it, I reference this movie a lot. They send me Ashley stuff knows. from it. They send me stuff from it. And I'm like, who? <laughs> um, but like, yeah. Yeah. I wanted to, to talk about this film. 
I'll get into why on the next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on so showtime. So I'm looking forward to that discussion. Yeah, it's on showtime again. I finally found it. So if you have showtime or you got a homegirl who got showtime, hit them up. Watch along with us. Um, and we'll be reviewing that pretty soon. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and also, shifting gears here. <laughs> we have another listener letter. Okay. Brittany hasn't, I don't think Brittany's read this. So it's pretty short. <laughs> so this is from Christina. Hey, girl. She says, Hope you all are well and staying healthy and safe. I really enjoy your show and revisit your archive to get my watch list together. Would you all consider reviewing The Virgin Suicides? I'm currently listening to the audiobook and would love to hear y'all's thoughts as I enjoyed your Marie Antoinette episode. Keep up the good work. I have seen The Virgin Suicides all one time. Um, and it was a pretty, it was a while ago. I don't know if you've seen it, Brittany. Have you seen the movie? I've seen it. A few times. That was one of what I consider my basement movies. Like one of the movies I would watch when I was younger. <laughs> when I would just watch movies on IFC a lot. Oh God, Brittany, scarred for life. Like Crash. Oh, God. Crash. <laughs> and Welcome to the Dollhouse and things like that. Which one is Welcome um, to the Dollhouse? Is that the one with um, with uh, Miss Ma'am from um, Tuesday What a Concept? Her? Is that um, no, no 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 that's a different one. That's oh yeah. I also watched But I'm a Cheerleader. Oh I and love But I'm a Cheerleader. Oh yeah, welcome to the dollhouse. That's the one with um Heather Matarazzo. That movie was weird. Yeah. I watched that like last year and that was a very strange yeah. movie. That was. That was a very And I would be like, hmm. That's why okay. We don't have to talk about cuties. But um <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. One of these days, yeah. I have actually have a great pairing for this, which is um, the movie Mustang, um, which is a Turkish movie that came out, I want to say in 2000 and, um, what, 2015? Why am I such an idiot that I Googled Mustang? Like, that was just going to pull up the movie. Um, <laughs> not the car. <laughs> I worry about my brain sometimes. Oh, yeah. So it is a Turkish movie from 2015. Um, which is basically almost the exact same concept, but like a little different, but it's basically, um, uh, a, a set of sisters that are hanging out one day, um, sort of after school ends for the summer and they're out playing in the ocean with like a male classmate of theirs and I think they're like playing like chicken or whatever you know like the girls on like on his shoulders and like it's a huge scandal and so basically they are um locked up by their grandmother and grandfather and um they're not allowed to leave the house anymore and she just starts marrying them off and so it's a lot Mm. It's a lot. Uh, I don't know where it is streaming. I feel like it was streaming on Criterion for a little bit. Um, and I think it was on like Hoopla or um, Canopy at one point. So you might be able to catch it there if you have a library card that works with either one of those sites. But it's a pretty good, it's a pretty good movie. 
it, it was it hurt a little bit <laughs> it hurt a lot actually so um so yeah it's pretty it's pretty you know if you've ever been suspected of 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 any sort of behavior on becoming of a woman it'll pretty much get you right in the chest so i will say that if we do get to do this movie those two are probably my picks to, mm, to together that sounds good yeah it's a pretty good it's a pretty good movie i watched it like i did a um what do you call it like a march around the world where all i did was watch foreign films for a month um that challenge almost killed me but because <laughs> i had to watch 30 movies in 30 days and i was and i think i was still skating at that time so i was just like i wish i was dead but like <laughs> i got through it um so yeah maybe in the near future we can watch those even though Britney seems really intent on watching Crash. Very intent, but I'm not gonna make you watch Crash. I'm just going to bring it up. gently nudge you. And she's gonna say, you know, she's like, you know what I want to do today? We're gonna watch Crash. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna watch Crash because I have not seen it since I was like 13, 14. So it might it could be shoot, you might <laughs> you might be like, I regret this immediately. <laughs> I mean, I know it's wild, but it could be it's supposed to be like the unrated version, right? Or like the NC seventeen version? Yeah. So who knows? I mean, extended I, fucked up cut. From what I remember, I was like, "Oh, okay, shout, okay." Shout out to you. <laughs> so yeah, but thank you, Chris. But it's interesting. Um, thank you for your uh, your question and your letter. We really appreciate it. And of course, if anybody wants to write us. Um, you can always hit us up at blackgirlfilmclub at gmail.com. You can tweet us at blkgirlfilmclub. Um, hit us up on Instagram, blackgirlfilmclub. We have a website, blackgirlfilmclub.com. I feel like I'm forgetting something. We're everywhere on the net, basically. The net. Yes. The net. <laughs> We're on the net like Sandra Bullock. <laughs> like it's 1995. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and yeah, you can listen to this, uh, you can listen to our whole archive, um, on sound, t- sound SoundCloud, iTunes, um, and Spotify, pretty much anywhere yes. you get your podcast, we're probably there. And if you yep. don't let us know, we can start putting yeah. our podcasts, um, all over the, all over the internets. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Yes. Thank you guys for putting up with us. And our chaos. Yes. And shout out to Super Yaki for once again sponsoring this chaos. <laughs> yes. God bless. <laughs> um, and yeah, and don't forget to hit them up at superyaki.com. Um, because I know they've been having a lot of drops lately. I think I missed out on the t-shirt I wanted because I forgot. So Ooh. I am once again sad. Oh, I'm sorry, Ashley. I've had a long week. <laughs> oh, poor baby. I need a to-do list just to remember to eat at this point. So oh, like, we're having we're having a lot of fun here this October. Um, but yeah, so this episode, um, next episode is Tales from the Hood. Listen with us, watch with us, um, and tell us how you feel about this episode. Give us a rating. Yeah. Give us some stores. Give some stores. <laughs> if that's it, I think that's it. I don't have any more announcements. Yes. 
No, I don't either. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Don't break and enter. Yeah, but, you never know what's on the other side. Especially with the man who's, who's wearing a koofy. You can do better than that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we can all do better than that. <laughs> all right, y'all. Bye. Bye, everyone.